0: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck, Tim Cates.
2: Hi, everybody, and welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Hope you're well on this beautiful Friday night here in the city of angels the los angeles dodgers 23 and 15 on the season after a 4 and 2 road trip that saw them take 2 of 3 in san diego and then take 2 of 3 in milwaukee the dodgers return home for the start of a big 3 game series Against the team from down south, the Padres. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is coming up at 7-10. Coming up over the next hour here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts, get his pregame thoughts. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. David Vasse will go one-on-one with catcher Austin Barnes. Shortly, we'll check in with Kirsten Watson. In just a few minutes, we'll send it out to the Galpin Motors broadcast booth with Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner. Well, the Dodgers were off yesterday. Before that... Wednesday, Milwaukee, Kershaw to the rescue as the Dodgers beat the Brewers a day after the Dodgers needed seven relievers to finish off a game for Noah Syndergaard. The Dodgers called upon Clayton Kershaw to give them some length in the start. And that's exactly what the future Hall of Famer did. Kershaw, seven innings, one run, five hits, eight strikeouts, zero walks. He was really good and exactly what the doctor ordered. The Dodgers offense provided the power in the fourth. Freddie Freeman, a solo home run off Wade Miley. Dodgers grabbed the 1-0 lead. The very next batter, Will Smith.
1: Just kept on going. And this one is hit in the same area by Will Smith. Deep to left center. It is carrying, and it is gone. Back-to-back home runs. Two nothing Dodgers. Will Smith with his sixth home run of the year.
2: Back to back home runs, number six for Will. Dodgers up two to one or two to nothing. Clayton Kershaw, he'd give up that one run in the bottom of the inning. A William Contreras solo home run. Dodgers up two to one in the fifth. The Dodgers added to their lead. Freddie Freeman a two run single. Dodgers led four to one in the sixth. Some insurance runs as they doubled their lead on the Brewers. Miguel Vargas got it started with a bomb.
1: It's a game that the Brewers are certainly watching. Vargas hammers one to left field deep. This one way back and in the upper deck. It's gone. A home run. A two-run shot for Miguel Vargas. Back-to-back days with a long ball for Miguel. And the Dodgers lead it 6-1. to one.
2: Two-run home run for Miguel. Dodgers up big, 6-1. to one. That's the top-tier play of the game. Brought to you by Arco Quality, top-tier gas for less. They weren't done. Still in the inning, the Dodgers with a David Peralta RBI single. They led 7-1. to one. Then Mookie Betts, a sack fly. Dodgers, an 8-1 lead. Clayton Kershaw, he'd go the seven innings. Turned it over to Wando Suero who deliver with two shutout innings of relief. Dodgers beat the Brewers on Wednesday, 8-1. to Dodgers take 2-3 in Milwaukee. Clayton Kershaw gets to six wins on the season. The Dodgers go 4-2 and two on the road trip. They're eight games over 500, and now they return home for the start of a three-game series against the San Diego Padres. Dustin May on the mound, and with more, we head out to the Galpin Motors broadcast booth as we say hello to Rick Monday, Charlie Steiner, guys.
1: All right, Tim. this time a week ago, the Dodgers were getting ready for the big three-game series down in San Diego, and they had a two-game lead on the Padres. A week later, the Padres are here for the first of three with the Dodgers, trailing the Dodgers by four games. Dodgers now with a three-game lead over second-place Arizona after winning four of six on the road, two of three in San Diego, two of three in Milwaukee. So the Dodgers right now at 23-15, 23-15, a season-high eight games over 500, are playing very solid baseball. Playing good baseball, even
3: though they're not really knocking the cover off the baseball, if you'll put it in those terms, but they're doing the little things that are right. Yes, the one game, Mookie Betts down in San Diego, ninth inning with two outs, and down by a run, hits the home run to tie it. They eventually win it in extra innings, but that kind of carried through and doing a lot of different things And on the road trip, Charlie, and really over the last dozen games, we're seeing this ball club the bullpen is really coming in and setting uh, setting really a big precedent to say, hey, look, we're going to be able to cut down any fires that may start up from an offensive standpoint, the opposing club. But that's just one dimension. They have run the bases well. Their defense has not hurt them at all. And they're getting just enough out of the starting pitching,
1: in particular out of Clayton Kershaw, to really set the tone. I wanted to bring up Kershaw, and we know, of course, his Hall of Fame career but the way he was able to pitch on Wednesday, of course uh, the day game after night game and all of that, the the road trip, the bullpen had been burned the night before due to the injured uh, index finger of Noah Syndergaard. And what does Kershaw do? One run, five hits in seven innings, eight strikeouts no walks you need a leader you need a horse and he's the guy
3: you know things that's also amazing He made 92 pitches 70 of those were strikes that's a 76 percent on uh, on throwing strikes the other part too is he handles hitters so well if he gets ahead in the count it's less than a 150 batting average against but he strikes out a lot of guys the other part too is he threw two big double play balls kept the ball down gets the uh, the ground ball Gets the double play, gets out of the inning two different times in that ballgame. And the way he sets up hitters is really, if I'm a young pitcher, I want to sit there and watch him. And I might also want to watch some video after the game to see how he works inside, outside, all different quadrants in the strike zone.
1: Due to the injured index finger of Syndergaard, the Dodgers were forced to use seven pitchers on Tuesday night. And then here's Kershaw. The following day goes seven innings to give the bullpen essentially the day off.
3: Exactly. And the bullpen should take him out to dinner at least once as a result of it. The Dodgers also did an amazing job in that ball game. after Syndergaard was only able to go the one inning. And I'm talking about the fact seven different relievers, but they they spread out the workload in such a
1: way that it did not hinder them in case they were gonna be needed the next day. So the Dodgers and the Padres, this is a big series. If the Dodgers can win it, if in fact they can even take all three, they would leave this weekend series seven in front of San Diego. At the halfway point in the month, winning two out of three, they'd be five up. So the Dodgers right now have the Padres about where they want them, and can they administer a crippling blow this weekend? We're about to find out. It's going to be Dustin May and Blake Snell. They will have at it, as they did last weekend in San Diego. We'll detail that pitching matchup later on in the hour, Tim.
2: All right, thank you, Charlie. Coming up here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We'll check in with Austin Barnes. David we will join us. We'll break down this pitching matchup. We'll get you your magical moment. Kirsten Watson, though, visits next as we lead you up to first pitch from Dodger Stadium. It's the Dodgers and Padres on this Friday night. First pitch at 710. Thanks for being with us. I'm Tim Cates. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.
0: This, this, this is Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of LA Dodgers baseball.
2: Let's get you into that stadium and out of your car from the In-N-Out Dodgers Traffic Center. Here's Pedro Moreno.
4: Traveling on the 10, heading eastbound at the 110 in downtown LA. Watch out for a stalled car that's stuck in the right lane. That's just adding to the heavy slowing that's pretty heavy overall from 20th Street. And on the 10 heading westbound, delays coming away from the 60-101 interchange, that's going to stay slow to the 110. 101 heading southbound, that's in Hollywood. Once you get to Vermont Avenue, looks like a crash there has been cleared out of lanes, but your drive is still slow as it recovers from Cahuenga. That's a look at your Dodgers game day traffic on Pedro Moreno.
2: Thanks Pedro. After the game, head on over to In-N-Out for Classic Burgers fries and shakes in and out that's what a hamburger's all about it's the Dodgers and Padres Dustin May Blake Snell the pitching matchup first pitch set for 7-10
0: this is Kirsten's Corner with Kirsten Watson
2: Kirsten now joins us before the Dodgers and Padres and Kirsten a big series kicks off tonight after a big series last weekend in San Diego the Dodgers come into tonight though feeling pretty good about themselves a little momentum
5: Yeah, I mean considering how things ended in San Diego on Sunday, I mean, ooh, that was quite the ending of that one. So to be back here now the following weekend with the Padres coming to LA, they got the better the Dodgers won that series in San Diego, so now for it to be here in LA with the Dodgers fans and just the momentum and the excitement. It's true that this this matchup has become a real rivalry, and so there are. It's a, today the focus is just setting the tone for this series. It's a new day, a new game. They did just see Blake Snell, so to kind of get to get things going again, they feel good about it. Dave feels good about the lineup he's put out there. So hopefully, Dustin can get out there and kind of do what he did last time and keep things going.
2: As far as the Dodgers getting healthy, some good news involving J.D. Martinez, he was activated today.
5: Yeah, he was. So, J.D. spent the last couple days in Arizona facing uh, live pitching, and so he told me that he feels really good and that he feels ready to be back. Dave Roberts said that he is a full go. They are going to kind of keep an eye on him just because the team is about to start uh, a 13-game stretch, and so... He's probably not going to be out there every day for the 13 games, but they do feel good about him just kind of stepping back in as DH. He said that he believes, like, the back issue is something that he is past now, not something that he's going to have to kind of keep going back and forth with. So, so far, all good signs, and J.D. is the kind of guy that he's a veteran player. He knows that he felt like he had the right amount of bad bats when he was in Arizona, and he feels like he can step in and get things going. And Dave said that he just makes the lineup better, he adds more length to his lineup.
2: As far as Noah Syndergaard, the finger, we thought we'd get an update today after he came out of the game early on Tuesday, the second game of that series in Milwaukee. What's the latest?
5: Yeah, so it's such an interesting one because as of right now, he played catch today. He seems to have come out of it fine. They're kind of just playing it day by day. Tomorrow is going to be a really big day for Noah Syndergaard because he's going to throw a bullpen. And they're using the uh, Dermabond. They're using that on his finger to seal it up, and so and that's what they would be using in the game. They tried to use it um, on Tuesday, as you mentioned, when he came out of the game early. It's just this finger came open during his warm-up, and so they just didn't have enough time for it to seal. So now that it's been having the time to seal properly, they do believe that this is going to be a a solution that could work. Dave is really optimistic that he is going to make his next start. Uh, So it's just kind of a, it's that weird waiting game because it's like a blister, but it's not a blister because it's an open cut on his finger, but they've been able to seal it. He's been playing with it. Uh, Technically, I mean, the last couple games because it's something that's not... It opened up before, and they were able to see that it was doing better, and then it reopened, so we kind of just have to play it by ear. But everyone does seem to be pretty optimistic that he is going to make his next start. And it seems like Noah really wants to make his next start, so I think he's also trying to figure things out with the staff to make sure that they are kind of finding the right solution that really works for an in-game situation.
2: Well, we'll get another update tomorrow, no doubt about it. Kirsten, appreciate it. We'll check with you after the game. Still to come here, Almirago Casino Dodgers on deck. We'll dive deeper into tonight's Game 1 pitching matchup. We'll hear from Austin. And Barnes, but up next we'll get you an injury report and we'll get the pregame thoughts of manager Dave Roberts. It's the Dodgers and Padres on this Friday night. First pitch at 710. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers audio network.
0: This is Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. On your home for LA Dodgers baseball.
2: Dodgers back home as they start a six-game homestand. First up, three-game series against the San Diego Padres. Dustin May, Blake Snell, the pitching matchup. First pitch from the Ravine coming up at 7-10.
0: The L.A. Dodgers injury Injury Report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The
2: official medical partner, the Los Angeles Dodgers, J.D. Martinez, activated off the IL after missing 15 games with lower back tightness. Caleb Ferguson acted off the paternity list. Ryan Pepio on the IL with the oblique strain. Daniel Hudson on the IL as well, as is Michael Grove. Let's head back out to Dodger Stadium as we get the pregame thought to the Dodger skipper. Anything
1: else for
0: Dave? Dave, do you think... Uh, Questions for Dave. Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure... In the dugout with Dave Roberts.
6: Um, I, I think, you know, it's just Dustin uh, threw well against those guys last time. Um, he's going to set the tone. Coming off an off day, I think uh, we feel good as far as, you know, where guys are at, as far as their physical, where they're at physically. Uh, the bullpen is reset. Um, I think that crowd, the fans, they're going to bring the energy. Uh, we just got to go out there and focus on playing good baseball. J.D.
5: Martinez is back. Is there anything you're hoping to see from him tonight and just kind of in this uh, state of back? Um,
6: no, I, I think that just getting him back lengthens the lineup. Um, having him in the middle of the order, and I think for us, it's just go out there and be himself. Um, Snell's got, got good stuff. He's going to nibble and you got to kind of swing and strike, take balls. So uh, don't expect Jason or, uh, or uh, J.D. to do anything different.
7: Dave, this is only the ninth time that J.D., Muncie, and Smith have been in the lineup together this season. Do you feel like we haven't seen the best of this offense because of the lack of continuity? Um,
6: I, I think there might be something to that. Obviously, you want your best players in there. Um It's just—it's baseball. It's a long season. It happens uh, quite often with every club, Uh, but it uh, is—you know—optically the way we, when I write the lineup out, uh, it does look right. It does look good. It looks long and deep. Uh, So now we just got to go out there and perform.
2: All right, there's Dave Roberts. We count you down to first pitch. Dodger fans, get your game day meal on at Shakey's. Order now, and you can enjoy your Shakey's pizza, chicken, and mojos before first pitch. Order now at Shakey's.com. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vasse as we're leading you up to first pitch from Dodger Stadium. Dodgers and Padres, I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.
0: This is Morongo Casino. Dodgers on Deck for the blue all season long. Dodgers and Padres on
2: this Friday night. The first to three rematch of last weekend. The Dodgers will have seen the Padres six times in the last nine days. Tonight is Dustin May and Blake Snell. The pitching matchup first pitch coming up at 710. Joining
0: Tim Cates on Dodgers on deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider. David Bassett.
2: Well, David, a lot of buzz last weekend at Petco Park. Dodgers took 2-3 at that epic come-from-behind win on Sunday. Now it's round two at Dodgers Stadium. What's the vibe?
7: Yeah, right now it's a late-arriving crowd, Tim. The Padres and Dodgers both took batting practice out on the field. I was expecting, even from the fans that were here early, to get on Fernando Tatis Jr. a little bit more when he stepped into the batting cage, but none of that. Instead, he was launching balls halfway up the left field pavilion. It was an impressive display of power by Fernando Tatis Jr. We'll see what type of reception he gets out there in right field tonight. Dave,
2: this round two is uh, pretty big as far as the eyes of the Dodgers because they come in up four games on the the Padres in the standings, and they can make that a bigger lead, possibly seven with the sweep.
7: Yeah, and the one thing that I've noticed about the Padres, they uh, – they seem to really center the Dodgers in their world. And they get really emotional highs and lows in games and series. And the Dodgers' advantage in the last 11 series that they have beaten the Padres during the regular season is their consistency. But former and current Dodgers obviously uh, raised their eyebrows at some of the antics that were going on in San Diego last weekend, including former Dodger Andre Ethier, who joined us last night on Off Day Dodger Talk. Um, I think I, I think it was you know it's nice it's good for baseball it's good for for the NL West it's good to add another
2: team we always know that the Giants Dodgers rivalry will always be there it, it's been there since the start back in New York and, and naturally came out uh, West all those years ago. And it's, you know, had its moments all those times. Um, you know, the Padres organization has, I guess, come up on their own. I, I still don't believe or see anything they say or do down there. Um, you know, that's just me being a, a Dodger player who played against them. And, and now from seeing that other side. So yeah, I think it's a good team, but I, I, I can be with everyone else. I do not like San Diego. I do not like the Padres. I do not like anything about it.
7: Andre Ethier, by the way, in his 12 seasons playing for the Dodgers, Tim, his Dodger teams were a combined 127 and 94 against the Padres. The only season series that they lost were 06, 07, and 2010. As you know, one man cannot carry a mountain, and those were lean years for the Dodgers. David is
2: brought to you by Ford and the F 150. The Ford Memorial Day Celothon is going on now. Their best selection of new Ford inventory is arriving daily. Visit your Southern California Ford dealer for the best offers of the year. Matt Carpenter in the lineup tonight for the Padres. Dave, he'll forever be linked with Clayton Kershaw.
7: He will. 2013 NLCS Game 6. That epic at-bat by Carpenter that unfortunately went against Kershaw in the Dodgers and the Cardinals went on to the World Series that year and Carpenter back in the National League after leaving for the American League a couple of years, I've always wanted to pick his brain about that at-bat that year and that Kershaw and forever being linked to one of the more disappointing playoff performances by Kershaw and here's what Matt Carpenter told me in the Padres Clubhouse earlier today. Being linked to Kershaw in that way,
8: yeah, I mean, you know, it's cool to you know have that have that uh, part of history and you know something I'll always obviously remember. But you know, I just I think that you know just for the kind of guy and player that he is and the career that he's had. You know, it's, it's pretty, you know, it's cool to be, you know, in the same sentence with them. That's, that's the way I look at it. You know, these guys going to go down as one of the greatest guys who ever step on the mound. So to have a, you know, a, an like and a bat like that and a battle like we had, it's pretty cool. Carpenter did concede,
7: Tim, that Kershaw at this point in time in his career does it differently and may be a little less stubborn and predictable as he was early on in his career.
2: That's very cool. All right, Dave, time now for the Dodger Derby as we pick tomorrow's second race at Santa Anita. One mile on the dirt. Right now it's a five-horse race. Dave, who do you like tomorrow at Santa Anita?
7: I'm going four-horse,
2: Paroli. All right, I'll go the three-horse, it's my house. Good luck to you, Dave. Dodger fans getting the action every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Santa Anita Park with millions of payouts every race day. Admission to the tracks is only $10. It includes parking in the program. It was free today if you were out there on a Friday with events and experiences every weekend. Explore what's next at sananita.com slash events. you at the races. Coming up here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll hear from Austin Barnes. We'll break down this pitching matchup, but I'm next your Dodgers magical moment. Dodgers and Padres, first pitch at 710. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.
0: As we were saying, this is Morongo Morongo Casino Casino Dodgers Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Padres on this Friday night. Dustin May, Blake Snell, the
2: pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 7-10. Hot dogs
3: here.
0: It's time for the Hoffie Magical Moment. It's magical. It was magical. Presented by Hoffie Hot
2: Dogs. This magical moment, May 12, 2004. Alex Cora at the plate. Dodgers had a 2-0 lead over the Chicago Cubs. Alex Cora would have an epic bat.
1: Clement has made more pitches to Alex Cora right now than he has made in any inning but the third. The 18th pitch. High fly ball into right field. Back goes Sosa. Way back to the gate. It's gone. Home run Alex Cora on the 18th pitch. And the Dodgers lead four to nothing.
2: What a moment. An 18 pitch at bat and he hits it out on the 18th pitch after fouling off 14 consecutive pitches. Alex Cora against the Chicago Cubs on this date back in 2004. This Hoffie magical moment brought to you by Hoffie Hot Dogs, a SoCal treasure for nearly 100 years. Visit HoffieBrand.com to find your Cravelicious Hot Dogs. Hoffie, a local original. Great. When we continue here on Morocco Casino Dodgers on deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday. the so lead jump to first pitch Dodgers and Padres. I'm Tim This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.
0: This this is Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of LA Dodgers baseball.
2: Let's get you into the stadium and out of your car from the In-N-Out Dodgers Traffic Center. Here's Pedro Moreno.
4: As you travel on the 10 heading eastbound in downtown L.A. right at the 110, it looks like a stalled car there has been moved out of the right lane overall, though your drive is still heavy from Cloverfield. On the 10 westbound in downtown L.A., coming away from the 10160 interchange, pretty busy ride up until you get to the 110, and you'll see delays on the 110 as you make your way through downtown just after the 10. It'll ease up for you right at Stadium Way. That's a look at your Dodgers game day traffic. I'm Pedro Moreno.
2: Thanks, Pedro. After the game, head on over to In-N-Out for classic burgers, fries and shakes. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. It's the Dodgers and Padres. Dustin May and Blake Snell, the pitching matchup on this
0: Friday night. First pitch coming up at 7:10. And now, joined by David Bassey. Here's LA Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday
7: after a day off the dodgers are back home rick and you and i are back together reunited
3: you know there's some things that are really good and then there's some that, (laughs) okay fine another day at the ballpark uh what is good Uh, you start to look at the dodgers they have uh, turned it up a couple of notches not just one winners in 10 of the last uh, 12 games and now they have uh, a three game lead over arizona and four back behind san diego and the Padres are coming in with a ball club david that uh, they're playing at 500, they're 19-19, and, and quite frankly, now their manager has basically challenged them to play better baseball.
7: Rick, isn't it amazing how one inning, one swing can change the narrative and the outlook for a team because the Dodgers exactly. were one out away from yeah. losing two out of three in San yeah. Diego. In-,
3: in the top of the ninth inning, and Mookie Betts hits the home run, and then, uh, then the Dodgers took care of business. And they have hit very well. In fact, the numbers are really encouraging what they've done from the uh, the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings. If you look at recent times, on top of that, looking at some numbers uh, earlier today on that end of it. But for the Dodgers, they need to uh, take advantage of opportunities. Okay, they're playing well. They're pitching well. Their defense has, has been holding up well. And the bullpen has been, well, sensational. Might not be a, a bad stretch because they have just really been able to shut down opposing teams when
7: needed. Rick, as far as offensively for the Dodgers, I've heard you guys talk about this during the broadcast as far as the success of the Dodgers with two outs. Mm-hmm. Are they living dangerously, or is that something that's sustainable?
3: It, it's not a habit you want to continue to to try and build upon, uh, and I say that because you don't want to be up against the wall all the time with two outs. You have much leeway if, if you get runners on base, and uh, that's the option to try and, try and do it. I mean, don't leave it to the next guy. Uh, it's nice if you can get on base. No question about that, but. Uh, that could be considered live by the sword, die by the sword, if you're waiting to two outs all the time.
7: Yeah, well, the good news is the Dodgers got some reinforcements today. Caleb Ferguson back from the paternity list. And for only the ninth time, Rick, Monday, Max Muncie, Will Smith, and J.D. Martinez are all together in the same starting lineup.
3: You know, I can tell you're getting very serious when you, when you go first and last name. <laughs>
7: <laughs> you're right, though.
3: And with J.D. Martinez, uh, it was interesting. Uh, you were down and listening to Dave Roberts, the manager, Say, look, we just want JD to be himself. Well, if that's the case, which J D isn't, because we have not really seen the true J.D. Martinez to this particular point in the season, but he will get there, and he's going to be a a big, big impact in the middle of that lineup.
7: He told me in San Diego when he was still on the injured list, he was envious of guys like Manny Machado and Freddie Freeman because he said they make the game look so easy. I have to work so hard just to get to a certain point. I think
3: that's a great analogy because uh, that's true. That's true. But the the thing that gets overlooked sometimes, uh, we cannot bouts for Machado, although he was here with the Dodgers uh, briefly. Um, we see Freddie Freeman. What comes easily to him is really the fruit of a lot of work because we see him early in the afternoon working on ground balls, even before he takes the field. I mean, he's working with Dino Ebel, the infield coach, um, and being able to do different things, taking ground balls, working on balls that are thrown to him, backhand, forehand, balls hit right in the middle of his stance. I, it does not come easily. And then we only see, if you're here early, we only see the part that's done on the field. Then there's all kinds of work that gets done at the batting cage, including looking um, looking at scouting reports, looking at the information that's been uh, accumulated for you to, to have the best chance as a hitter. It also videotapes. So there's a lot of different moving parts that go into making it look relatively easy.
7: Rick, uh, I was talking to you, Darvish of all people earlier today and he was telling me how great of a guy Jason Hayward is and the Dodger players have told me that Hayward and JD Martinez have been the adults in the room to hold everybody accountable.
3: And isn't that nice? You know the nice thing too about it is it's not every veteran player that goes over to another team that maybe makes that type of an impact early. And especially if you're not playing all the time, I think someone that is playing each and every day has a chance to maybe set the bar uh, as to how they're performing, how they're preparing, how they work on the field, how they hustle and do different things. Two very impactful players that can only contribute once they, they swing the batter or pick up the glove. But the really an important thing, too, because teams are going to go through bad streaks. Right now, the Padres are going through a bad streak, and the teams that go through the bad streak, they need that inner support of the guys that have been there before and understand. Hey, look, there's only one way we're going to get out of it, and that's to set our mind to work hard and, and and crawl out of
7: the hole. You won't believe this, but JD Martinez told me something that you have said many times to me, Rick. Lose my number. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I've heard that before.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things, David. You know, sometimes sometimes when you're listening to someone who's been around for a while, you might want to accept the ideas. And if I tell you a duck can pull a wagon, don't ask questions. Just reach over and, and hitch it on up.
7: Sounds good, Rick. Good. Can I call you tomorrow? No. <laughs> Tim, we'll send it back to you in the studio. We'll check in with Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner a little bit later.
2: All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Dodgers Baseball is presented by Children's Hospital Los Angeles. When you need the very best care for your child, One place to go, Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Why? They're ranked number one in California for pediatric care. They're the best of the best. Find the right doctor at chla.org. Shout out to my guy, Dr. Andy Chang in pediatric urology. Still to come here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll get you a preview of this pitching matchup. Rick and Charlie will get you the keys to the game, but up next we go high and tight. But Barnesy Austin Barnes, that's next. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio network.
0: This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on tape on your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball.
2: (laughs) Dodgers and Padres on this Friday night. It's Dustin May and Blake Snell. The pitching matchup, a rematch from last Saturday in San Diego. First pitch tonight from Dodger Stadium is coming up at 7-10. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and mojos. The triple play of flavor on game night. Feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shakey's. Still to come, Rick and Charlie will get you the keys to the game. I'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup, but first...
0: David Vasse. And now, what will likely be Vasse fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This... Is high and tight.
7: Dodgers and Padres getting set for first pitch. The scene has shifted to Los Angeles, and I'm joined right now by the captain, the Dodgers catcher, Austin Barnes. Thanks a lot for the time. Appreciate it. What's up, SA? I still have to keep that nickname alive. Uh, I'm missing Trey Turner. All we have now is Trace Thompson. I feel like we're missing something, so the captain needs to come alive.
8: Yeah, no, there's, it's a different team, but you know, it's a good team. We got Trace here, too. Got a big Warriors fan right here.
7: Yeah. How do you think I should uh, tiptoe around him today with the Lakers on the verge of sending his brother home?
8: I think the Warriors, um, you know, his brother plays for him, so yeah. I, I, I think I'd be a little bit respectful in that facet <laughs> but and just read, uh, you know, how he wants him to win.
7: Really? But his dad's a broadcaster for the Lakers. Yeah, but, it's become, you know, it's, it's his brother. Grew up with him okay sounds good all right we'll tiptoe around that barnes appreciate it the dodgers and padres again austin there was an electric atmosphere in san diego uh how do you feel like tonight's gonna be do you feel dodger fans are gonna let the padres players hear it as much as they let you guys hear it
8: uh yeah probably you know we obviously have good fans here and uh you know in san diego they were they got pretty um yeah they're they're uh they were lively for sure and then um You know, that's we always sell out the crowd pretty much, and I'm sure the sale won't be any different.
7: I feel like what makes you guys so good is the consistent temperament of this team. How has that evolved over the time that you've been here, as far as just not one or two guys, but it seems like it's the identity of the entire team?
8: Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, there's expectation, and, you know, people expect to win here. And even when people are saying stuff and um, about if we're not as good as we have been and all that, I think, you know, I think we just kind of figure it out and just know it's a long season and can't get too high can't get too low road trips seem to bring
7: teams together do you feel like you guys are finding each other's identity do you feel like you're starting to trust each other as far as in in the games between the lines
8: yeah the road trips are that's a good point road trips do kind of do that you know it's um, kind of away from your family and all you have is your you know your teammates and you know that's where you guys become kind of close and you know we we traveled from you know from the sunday night baseball game to monday and it was kind of a weird turnaround but yeah, you know it's uh it's definitely a time for a team to come together.
7: Do you feel like you guys have even come close to playing your best baseball yet or do you feel like this is just the beginning?
8: Yeah, I think this is just kinda of the beginning, finding out who we are as a team and uh, how everybody works together and and all that. So I think it's uh you know, I think it's a good start.
7: Austin Barnes is our guest, Trace Thompson nearby, also rookie James Altman is a couple of people away from us, Barnes. Do you know about his pet rock and are you buying into this?
8: Yeah, I saw his pet rock in Milwaukee, and I asked him about it. Um, I might need to get a pet rock, it sounds like. Yeah, that could
7: change your season around
8: right now, Barnes, a pet rock. It's a magic rock. He threw on it, too, like Wilson from, uh, what's that (laughs) movie called, Tom Hanks? He's
7: a perfect example of an even-temperament player. I mean, he's just in the big leagues for over a month. Where does that come? Is that just the players that the Dodgers look for? He's just
8: poised beyond his years, just super mature. Uh, he's big game James Altman. And, yeah. And it's uh, it's just a special, special kind of talent. And, uh, and you know, he's got a, a special brain too. All right, before I let you go, Dustin May tonight. What has made him so good? Do you feel like he's taking the next step in going from thrower to pitcher? Uh, I think that's always going to – you know, I think pitchers are all kind of different. Um, I think he is, um, you know, just going to fill up, the, fill up the, the zone, try to fill up the zone more than just be, you know – painting the sides because his stuff's so special so i think when he's in the zone i think he's as good as anybody in the league and i think his stuff's really really special how important is that off speed pitch that he
7: seems to be landing for strikes
8: yeah because people really don't hit it it's so it's it's a different kind of pitch it's a it's got a lot of weird break i mean he's just kind of a unicorn pitcher anyway so wow. it's uh when he's throwing enough breaking balls for strikes it makes it really hard on uh, on hitters
7: when you say unicorn that makes him unique why is he a unicorn
8: I mean, he's big. He's really hard on righties, and he has enough stuff to get lefties out with. And when he's when he's landing that breaking ball, he's uh, he's really, really special.
7: All right, Austin, thanks a lot for the time. Mother's Day on Sunday. Do you want to give your wife and your mom a shout-out? I love you guys. Bye. All right, there he goes, Austin Barnes, the captain. He's going to get a gift. From Travis Matthew, just for being our guest today on this beautiful Friday night in Los Angeles. Travis Matthew is the first men's brand that truly blend lifestyle and performance apparel, creating soft, comfortable clothing that looks and feels great. Their product is created with attention to detail and transitions from work to play. Shop the latest looks at TravisMatthew.com. Tim, we're having too much fun out here before the game. We'll send it back to you.
2: All right, thank you, David. Leading you up to first pitch on this Friday night. Dodgers and Padres coming up. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. I'm Tim Cates. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.
0: This is Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long.
2: It's the Dodgers and Padres on this Friday night. The first of three, a rematch from last weekend in which the Dodgers took two of three in San Diego. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is coming up at 7-10.
0: And now... Before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup.
2: Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. Summer starts at your Toyota dealer with bold new Camrys. For all available offers, see your dealer today or visit toyota.com. They make it easy. Dustin May on the mound in search of his fifth win of the season. 4-1 and one with a two sixty eight ERA. The 25-year-old right-hander making his eighth start this year. He ranks eighth in the National League in whip and fourth in the National League in opponents' batting average, which is just one sixty four. Last time out, six shutout innings he scattered three hits struck out six and a win over the Padres he notched a win over them last weekend that was his fourth win of the season against the Padres in his career 12th time facing him, he's 2-4 all-time with a three forty four ERA. Blake Snell goes for San Diego, 1-5 with a four eighty nine ERA. The 30-year-old left-hander in his eighth season out of the big leagues, came up with the Tampa Bay Rays, traded over to the Padres three years ago, making his eighth start here in 2023. He's a four-pitch pitcher, forcing fastball, curveball, slider, and changeup. Last time out, six innings, two runs, one hit, six strikeouts, and a loss to the Dodgers. In his career against the Dodgers, 13 starts, Two and two at the 251 ERA at Dodgers Stadium. No wins, no losses, and four starts in a 208 ERA. So it's Dustin May and Blake Snell, a rematch from last weekend. Dodgers and Padres were 15 minutes away from first pitch. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Cates, this is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.
0: As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Padres
2: on this Friday night. Dustin May, Blake Snell, the pitching matchup. Dodgers took two of three in San Diego. Tonight, a rematch of last Saturday's pitching matchup with Dustin May and Blake Snell on the mound. First pitch coming up at 7-10. Before that, though, we head back out to the Galpin Motors broadcast booth. One final check-in before first pitch with Rick and Charlie.
1: Guys? All right, Tim, it's a gorgeous night at Dodger Stadium. As we get ready for the first of three with the Padres, the pitching matchups tonight, a rematch of Saturday night. That was the game the Dodgers beat San Diego 2-1, and the two-run home run by Chris Taylor in the fourth inning of that one. So it's going to be May making his eighth start of the year, 4-1 and one at 268 ERA. Blake Snell, his eighth start of the year, 1-5 at a 489 ERA.
3: Dustin May the winner of each of his last three starts. He's done it in wonderful shape also. Just a 164 batting average against, even lower than that when he gets into trouble with runners in scoring position. With his stuff, so much movement, so much velocity is really a delight, especially when he gets ahead in counts. That's going to be the big thing for him. And if you look at Blake Snell, while well, his record is one and five, consider the fact in the five losses, he's had a total of just six runs scored behind him. So he has been pitching uphill. Once he gets on a roll, the fastball, the curveball, the slide, and the
1: changeup, he's going to try and keep hitters off balance. And if he's on, you're going to see a lot of ground balls. This is the 39th game of the season for both of these clubs. And who would have thought on opening day coming into this game, the Dodgers team batting average at .232 would rank 14th, and the Padres team batting average .230, dead last in the National League. So it's May and Snell, tonight's pitching matchups, the first of three, the Dodgers and Padres. Lineups and first pitch coming up. All
2: right, thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Moe. Dodgers and Padres, first pitch when we come back. When this game is over, don't forget, David Vassay will have all the post-game festivities, including reaction from the clubhouse and Dodger manager Dave Roberts, and all the highlights from this one tonight. Dustin May, Blake Snell, Dodgers, Padres, first pitch from the Galpa Motors broadcast booth is coming up. I'm Tim Cates. This has been Morago Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers audio network. Enjoy the game, everybody.